I knew that if we all could gather around somewhere, somehow, uh, in a common purpose to focus on God, that then all of the other things would fall into play. Welcome to Walk With Me, a ministry of Cornerstone Church. Hi, my name's Tori and I'll be your host. Sometimes when I want to make a new friend, I'll say, come walk with me and we'll talk. My goal for this podcast is that we as women would walk together and enjoy sweet community in Christ. Today on our program, we have Mandy and Joy. We're going to talk about the One Conference today. So why don't you introduce yourselves and then tell us a little bit about One. Um, oh, I'm Joy Andrews and I am a wife and a mom of four kiddos, ranging in age from 17 to 8 years old. Um, I love talking with women and interacting with women and encouraging them to know Jesus more. So that's kind of my passion. And I'm Mandy Stenberg, and I am the mom to three boys, redheads, full of life, (laughs) um, ages 8 to 4 and a wife, and I work for the Baptist Convention of Iowa as an administrator, and that's a really fun job. I get to work at a home and kind of balance work and life and home and things like planning a conference, so. Yeah, yeah. well tell us a little bit about that. So you and a few others recently founded a, a biblically-based women's conference um, called One. Tell us about the origin of that idea. Uh, I was living in Louisiana, in uh, 2014 and I saw I guess the best way to say I saw on social media mostly Mm -hmm. a lot of my gal pals out there um, striving to be the best mom the best employee the best wife the best um, anything that you can imagine a a wife a lady could be a gal Um, Lots of them were striving to have at-home businesses and lots of things like that. And I would talk to these friends or I would interact with them. And it seemed to me there was a focus in their life that was missing. And um, I knew that if we all could gather around somewhere, somehow, uh, in a common purpose to focus on God, that then all of the other things would fall into place. Right. That sounds like a Bible verse. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's part of the story down the road there. Um, That if we would focus on, you know, pursuing Jesus, Uh that then we were going to be better moms and better wives and better employees, and our businesses could probably be more successful because we were pursuing the right thing first. Hmm. Um, And so I called up Joy. She was in Iowa. And I said, hey, what if we got some friends together at like a retreat or something? Started out just as a very crazy, basic, we could do it at my parents, my in-laws lake house even. And just got some women together. And she's like, yeah, let's do that. I don't know what you remember about that. Yeah, no, I was um, excited about that because I have the same uh, thoughts as far as, um, you know, we have so many responsibilities as women and God has really entrusted us with many things and it is really easy to be able to um, just get lost in those tasks or those responsibilities and it's very very easy and Satan has a way of 
of coming in and just kind of distracting us. And so when she was presenting this idea um, and we talked more about it, um, I got pretty excited about um, jumping on board and, and, and being a part of it. Now you were where? In Louisiana. And you were in Iowa. How did you know each other? Um, well, I uh, was brought to Iowa. I'm not originally from Iowa. Um, okay. Through my husband, we he got a job here. So we started attending uh, Cornerstone Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started working part-time. We Our children's ministry and our family ministry was just growing like crazy. Lots of families having children. And so we needed uh, somebody to kind of come and work alongside me and kind of lead out um, in that in that area of ministry. So Mandy came, <laughs> and I'm very glad. Yeah, in March of uh, 2003, I got a phone call from Troy Nesbitt, and he okay. asked me to interview or apply mm-hmm. for this job mm-hmm. at uh, Cornerstone Church in Iowa. And I was in Louisiana, and I didn't know where Iowa was. <laughs> Because I don't I'm, think that's so unusual. I'm from the South, and we don't right. we don't care. You don't go to Iowa. No, we don't go to Iowa, and you don't know where it is. So anyway, I yeah, I came, and the long story short, I um, the day I landed in Iowa for an interview, Joy was in the car um, with Troy and a couple other folks to okay. pick me up, and um, then I moved here in March of that year, single. I didn't know a soul. I remember um, when you were interviewing, we actually picked had you up me from for your dinner. Motel yeah, it took me to took, Ryman Gardens. Well, we also took you a, to a seventh grade basketball game. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I remember yeah, the game. Yeah, not most exciting I remember Ryman Gardens with oh, your family, yeah. though. Uh-huh. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, so I remember when you arrived. I was here for a six-day interview. Oh, and my. I told Troy, don't ever do that to anyone That's again. That's a long interview. <laughs> yeah. It was, I met everybody in the church, I think. And so you were in Iowa. And uh-huh. then you yeah. left. And yeah, I got married while okay. I was here, and my husband decided to go to grad school. And so we sold our house that we had built and moved our family to Louisiana for him to go to grad school and just chose Louisiana to be close to my family uh-huh. for a time. Uh-huh. And then at the end of that time, um, he had job offers in Dallas, where I also have family, and job offers in Iowa. Um, and so when this conversation happened, we uh-huh. already knew that we were coming okay. home to Iowa. Oh, uh, okay. And so, and so you'd previously had that relationship, yes. and then you were just yes. continuing it. Okay. Yes, yes. So I got here. We moved back in March. Lots of things happened in March. We moved back <laughs> in March of 2014, and Joy and I had kind of been tossing around this idea more and more. And I was like, we can't do this without some backing, and uh-huh. we got to figure out, you know, what to do. And um, so I caught. So it was uh, becoming bigger in your mind. In my mind, okay. Probably still not in Joy's because okay. that's where we originally. Um, I just in our friendship, I am more of a bigger dreamer. Joy's feet are usually more on the ground, so that's like in like in a yeah good pairing. Yeah. That's right. And so um, I had a conversation with Jeff Dodge, and he said, "You know who you should talk to is Tim Labinus at the Baptist Convention. Mm-hmm. He just became the leader of that, and I see that." being something they could get behind. Hmm. And so in a conversation with Tim, he immediately jumped on board and said, I'm going to give you a pretty good dollar amount as your seed money and start with that. Um, and so then it, it did become pretty quickly, look, let's go in. Let's mm-hmm. go all the way, go big or go home. And yeah. Joy was still back on the retreat idea at first, mm-hmm. but then really through <clears throat> us talking about it and really I, we do feel like God's leadership, it just became... Let's do this thing all the way. Well, mm-hmm. God, God opened too many doors oh, for too many. for us to deny that, that that was just the next step we were to take. Yeah. So it wasn't very hard to to jump on board with him opening the doors. Mm-hmm. 
So one, the name came from the, because you saw women kind of multi-focused. Certainly. And they needed one focus. Yeah. So that's another fun story. I'm Southern. Everything's oh, a story. Really? Southern, <laughs> oh. Southern storytellers. Okay. Um, so our first speaker that we had lined up was Jen Wilkin, who okay. at the time was not known as uh-huh. Jen Wilkin so much as she is now. Um, she was, you know, a Bible teacher right. and a friend of mine in right. Texas. But she said yes. And then in talking to her, um, I asked her, what do you think you might want to teach on when you come next April? This is when she and I were first talking. And she said, man, it just seems like that um, Mark twelve twenty nine is just a home run here where Jesus is looking back at Deuteronomy and he's talking about, hear, O Israel, God is one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, right. So that just made sense to us that that's what she would talk on. And then we still hadn't named necessarily the one conference yet. Joy and I were throwing around a lot of different ideas of what's this thing going to be called. And I, I had sent her like a list maybe. No, you sent me a list that you made. Do you remember what you were doing when you made the list? I was walking on the treadmill. Right. And I was firing off, I think I fired off like 12 or 15 words or thoughts, themes, ideas, mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah. One, one was one of them. One, one event or one something was part of the name, and I'm like, I think, I think it ought to be one. This is all kind of happening simultaneously. So mm-hmm. we, I think we did kind of settle on, I think it's going to be one, and I had sent a text message to some friends, and I really quick, I'm not an artist, and I really quick like sketched out, I think it would be like one, and then life, love, passion. That, that's that's what we have to have is one life and one love and one passion and then everything else falls into place and I had sketched this out real quick and sent it to a couple friends in a text message and I thought I had texted her but I left her off that message joy (laughs) and later in the day she was like I told her I said so what do you think you think that's it right one and she's like oh I was wishing that would be what you chose and I said yeah like in the text message that I sent you and she said you didn't send that to me (laughs) and I was like oh Really? That's crazy. And so, like, within oh. just, you know what I mean? Like, God was just already, like, in Working those little in all tiny details. Yeah, tiny little details. And then when I heard from Jen, I'm like, yeah, one. That's exactly. Cemented it. Yeah. It cemented it yeah. in your mind. Yeah. Oh, that's a cool story. Yeah. So, when is one this year? So, this year we're April 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Coming right up. Yeah, coming right Where up. Where is it? And who are who's your speaker? Speaker, and I know you have breakouts. Yep, so we're going to be down at the Sheraton in Des Moines, Iowa. Our speaker is Colleen Searcy. She's from Texas. Um, She's been kind of an understudy with Jen Wilkin and has taught um, or has experience in teaching. And Mandy had an opportunity to hear her in January Mm -hmm. um, and really loved her. Yeah, she is just a delight. She is um, a very sweet southern Texas gal, Mm -hmm. but bold about the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I love about her. Mm-hmm. And it's really difficult to find uh, women uh, women teachers that are just teaching the Bible. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and so we, we are finding ourselves, um, you know, we, we try to listen to those that have podcasts or, you know, mm-hmm. on YouTube, that type of thing. And it is a gift. Mm-hmm. It's a gift mm-hmm. to be a teacher. And it's a gift to be able to articulate um you know, God's word to other women, um, and, and not in a egocentric way Mm -hmm. and not in a fluffy way and not, it's just, it's a gift. And so, yeah, I just feel like God really just kind of blessed us this year with Colleen. She isn't well known. She Mm -hmm. is, doesn't have Bible studies or books out there, but she loves 
and knows Jesus and she mm-hmm. teaches the Bible. And that's exactly are the people that we want to bring in. Right. So just to have other women have that opportunity they may not uh-huh. have um, in other venues. So. And you have some local women to do breakouts? Yeah. And how we many breakout sessions do you have? Well, we're going to do two different sessions. This is our first time to do breakouts. Mm-hmm. and so I think so, it's a really good move. I, I like think the breakout so. session. I think so. I think we've got a lot of response mm-hmm. already from people that are excited about mm-hmm. that. And I think just to be able to bring in those voices and familiar faces mm-hmm. that people know. It um, helps women to feel connected if they say, I know you. Yeah. And then they'll talk to them afterwards. I really like it that you're using local women. Exactly. Uh-huh. And, then, and then you get a chance, like you said, to then... After the fact, you can even continue mm-hmm. some of those conversations mm-hmm. with that person. Um, so Saturday afternoon, we're going to do two breakout sessions, each 45 minutes long. So they'll get a chance to choose two to okay. go to. So they'll be happening simultaneously. Well, the first session, there'll be like four. And okay. then the next session, there'll be three or four. Okay. So we have seven lined up right now, seven gals. Okay. And uh, lots of different topics, some really focused on really how to study the Bible, some more practical things, like here's a real method to study the Bible, some more broad of mm-hmm. here are some ideas in yeah. some apps and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, that's what Amanda Philgreen is going to do. Yeah. Um, Joy's actually going to share her story about um, that when tough times come, because we all know you're either, you know, coming out of a storm or into mm-hmm. a storm or in the mm-hmm. middle of one right now, that the key to that is to be rooted in your faith before that ever comes. Mm-hmm. And so that's her story. And she's going to talk about how God, you know, uses your faith ahead of time to really make you be able to stand. So right. a real kind of uh, broad spectrum of mm-hmm. ideas in those Great. in those breakouts. Then we're also going to do a panel discussion at the end of that. Um, where we just allow some of these gals an opportunity to really kind of run the gamut, too, of just mm-hmm. discussion topics. We'll take questions from people ahead of time and let them oh, just kind of hit that's some great. things that women want to talk about. Perfect. So, so yeah. what has God taught you through, both of this, both of you, through this planning process, through a big, you know, seeing something big and then seeing it happen? Mm-hmm. What has God taught you about himself through planning this large-scale event that caters to women? For me personally, uh, what has God taught about himself? Just um, just his faithfulness. Um, to That's the word I was going to use. Man. Wow, you guys Jeez. are on the same wavelength again. <laughs> um, but just his faithfulness. And, you know, this this was just a thought. And, and we... We never set out to make our personal names known. Mm-hmm. That uh-huh. was never about something that Joy and Mandy have done. And we've always had that kind of mantra and that And I think just you've done a good inside. job of that. I don't think a lot of people know that you no. guys are the first. You know what I mean? So I think, they will now. That's Thanks, Joy. No, but I mean, <laughs> at just promoting the God in the event, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Goal for sure. Yeah. And so being able to see how he has opened doors has been very, um, for me, just encouraging. I'm, I'm not a very emotional person. I don't, I don't lay in the ditches. Um, but, but just to know that, you know, God really does truly care about Midwest women mm-hmm. in Iowa mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, surrounding states um that he would just love us enough to just open the door to a venue the date the person Uh the time you know all of that just to fall into place has Mm -hmm. been for me um just encouraging and just like i just am so grateful probably faithfulness and gratefulness are probably the things that have poured out of me through Uh 
through one. And, you know, we're going to do it as long as he keeps opening the doors. And if he does shut the doors, that's okay, too, um, because he's in charge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're going to, we just want to do what God wants us to do. And, um, yeah, just all glory to him through through all of it. So, Fantastic. Yeah, I really would have said faithfulness. It, it has been so fun to watch God just say, just walk, hmm. you know, just Take this next step and watch what I'm going to do. And, I mean, we would sit and laugh, you know, with gals that have done this with us. Like, literally just laugh out loud at, like, did that just happen? Like, God totally just came through. (laughs) Yeah, like, they had this date open or she had this date and Mm -hmm. the band could do Mm -hmm. this. And and really, that we have felt, I think, grateful is another word too like we have felt grateful that god invited us to do this that's yeah. really that it's that's that cool. it's a big thing yeah. but he used us and invited us to go on this ride to be part uh-huh. of it. you know something that he's already doing everywhere right. i mean you're joining him in his yeah. work right right yeah and so that's just been fun and at times it, it's scary and at times they're you know oh well we're, how's this going to happen and how's that going to work out um but he just every time every single time has been faithful to see it through and so just what a joy. Uh-huh. It's it's really been a true joy. Like I it's not one of those like big tasks that you think and oh I can't handle that. It's too big and I'm just going to go crawl in my hole and uh-huh. I'm not, I'm going to avoid, you know, accomplishing this task because it's scary. Yeah. It's it's always fun to make that phone call or make that ask or, you know, just see women, other women get excited. I'll never forget the first um night of one 2015. And, you know, there's just lots of details going into it, you know. But when we walked in the ballroom and the band, who we didn't even know the band, that was a suggestion from somebody else, um, but they did their first strum on the guitar. And I can remember just breathing, you know, this big sigh of like, that's what I was waiting for. And watching women worship, you know, and that's why you did this God. Uh, you have called these women to yourself. Uh-huh. That was so fun. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's been that way ever since just uh-huh. to that moment is, has mm-hmm. been pretty much the same feeling, you know, uh-huh. so. very satisfying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 On a spiritual level and, and yeah, just, yeah, even just kind of seeing, seeing how everybody plays a piece mm-hmm. uh-huh. and, and everybody, um, was a part of it. Yeah. Like it, the, yeah, it, it's just fun. I remember the first night too, after the first night I had a gal walk up to me and she said, um, God just revealed something to me tonight that I didn't even know was there. Mm-hmm. Something that I needed to get rid of in my life. And I thought, and you're the, why we did this. Wow. Like, no, we can be done. Maybe we can go home. Yeah. yeah. You know, we can go home <laughs> Yeah, exactly. and now she can, you know, she can continue to work through uh-huh. that or whatever, but yeah, God is, he is faithful to Huh. do just that so yeah everything you say I kind of am getting chilled <laughs> because you we had lots saying, of those moments through the time too so obviously God has let out yeah. on this so yeah. so what's been the most we just talked about satisfying what's been the most satisfying part so you're you're saying kind of seeing the women come and be changed mm-hmm. definitely yeah be challenged to walk away different mm-hmm. and to really um, pursue hard after God because he is the one mm-hmm. that will make life make sense. He's mm-hmm. the one that puts it all into perspective. Right. Um, that is, yeah, by far the most satisfying. Yeah, I think for me, uh, being able to have a a place where people, and I think I've used this word with you before, just that, that, that we would be a place where people's spiritual walk would be propelled mm-hmm. to the next mm-hmm. level, yeah. wherever mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. wants them to be, that they'd be challenged or they'd be... Um, 
encouraged to do something different when they got home mm-hmm. and because they um, had gone to mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. yes because because they I, I think we take advantage i think the church we attend it does these things they do these things very very well mm-hmm. but there are churches around that they don't have that opportunity they don't have um you know speakers maybe come in or or maybe even just saying and sharing something maybe a verse that they've i mean 12, 20, Mark twelve twenty nine is a pretty familiar verse, mm-hmm. but maybe they said it in such a way that God, you know, mm. kind of touched the them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turned on the light bulb for them. And so not to take for granted what we, what we've kind of grown up here, you mm-hmm. know, in Midwest Iowa, but to be able to bring that to others mm-hmm. that maybe don't have that. Um, yeah, it's a where huge blessing that sometimes we take for granted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's huge to yeah. have biblical yeah. teaching every mm-hmm. single week yeah. in your church. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, huge. Mm-hmm. So these are all really good things and exciting things. What are the hard things? We want to we want to hear real life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What are the hard things? What, what's been the hardest thing personally or maybe, you know, working with people? Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. been the hardest thing for one, both of you. Mm-hmm. I think that first year for us, I think Joy and I, we had worked together in the past, but this was such a different animal for us. Mm-hmm. Before we were um, working hard in the same direction for children's ministry, and this mm-hmm. time we had some things to work through that first year, both mm-hmm. of us. I, I think God used that um, to pull out some weeds in my life. Oh. Same for Joy. You know, and mm-hmm. we have the kind of friendship. I, I wish every woman had this kind of friendship where she can say really hard things to me, and I might go cry about it for a little while. Uh-huh. Um, but I know that God is using that to do something in my life, and I hope oh, I'm the same mm-hmm. thing for her. The where we, of a friend, right? You know, oh, yeah. Home. Where yeah. we, I, and I think that first year, especially that we we both grew a lot. It, even our business minds, like things that we didn't huh. know. We, we neither one of us are strong. In Did a, your husbands help with the kind of business part of it? Yeah, like my we, husband would have to help me. With we that, would we I would ask questions. Well. We uh-huh. would we would ask for guidance and hey, here's what's going on. Which which direction? Which way do you mm-hmm. think we should mm-hmm. walk? So yeah, they were definitely integral. I mean, and actually in the very beginning, before we even launched all this, we sat down all four of us and and had that talk. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That's is great. this is this something mm-hmm. that you want us? Yeah, wives because if to we do, do, it would take time from family. Right. Do, it would take time. But from what a great things. example for our listeners. You know, put yourself under the right. authority of your husband right. because mm-hmm. they are your leader. Right. And so mm-hmm. you need to do this as a team with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was important for us to mm-hmm. get their um, kind of stamp of approval yep. and we'll say yes, do that, and I'm going to support you. And yeah, it might be hard some nights when you have meetings, um, but I'm gonna love you through this mm-hmm. and 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 then also having the um you know the back door open if if it does to get too crazy mm-hmm. they of course have obviously all authority to say uh maybe <laughs> maybe we should not do that uh-huh. this year or uh-huh. you know um and we would need to be fine with that mm-hmm. and again that would be a door shut so right right um, yeah they definitely were a big part of mm. of it and this yeah. whole process all mm-hmm. of it yeah. every year and I think even now, I mean, um, this year, so we've not seen the numbers grow as much as we thought they would. So this year, maybe our numbers are a little lower than we originally intended. So it's 
not make me question God's faithfulness. Mm-hmm. I have said from the very beginning, and I still believe this, like I don't really know what's going on in the whole process this year, but I know that God is still faithful because right. he has proven himself faithful exactly. over and over and, and over again changes. in the process. So it's not like he's changed in this. So I think the difficulty of this year is asking those questions. Mm-hmm. What next? What does that mean uh-huh. next? What is God doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and so even that difficult thing being really a positive thing because it makes me lean hard into God. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And say, exactly. Well, what are you doing? I don't uh-huh. know. We're going to keep following. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so um, why we talked about, you know, being blessed here because we get the word preached to us every single week. Why is it so important that women know the word? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, so f- for me, the way I look at it is that that God, um, you know, he's entrusted us with, you know, talents, tasks, what responsibility, how, whatever word you want to um, put on there. And that can run from being in charge of maybe a group of people or um, just being an employee to um, having children, whether that's one, whether that's 12, um, or just owning a home or or renting an apartment. Mm-hmm. We, we all have responsibilities. And um, it is important in our life to have a biblical worldview. If we ca- are calling ourselves believers and followers of Jesus, um, do we view our lives and do we operate from that biblical worldview, which is just the gospel? Mm-hmm. We can't compartmentalize Jesus. We can't have all these tasks and responsibilities and then add Jesus on top mm-hmm. as the cherry. Mm-hmm. We, we can't, we have to completely, God is, has an upside down kingdom. And, mm-hmm. and when, when you are a part of what God is doing, um, you're changed and transformed, but we need to be able to know what God is saying. And, and the, for us right now, the way that we know what God is saying is through the Bible mm-hmm. and and through His Word and knowing the truth, so that when when f- fallacies and and lies you know bombard us, we know what the truth is, right? And and we don't listen to the counterfeit things that the world tells us. Um, we have to operate from there. Um, and just going through tough times, we right. we have to have an anchor. Um, and for me personally, that that has to be. Jesus and that has to be the word and so therefore I feel that call of I also want to push that um, in the face of other women because you see how it transforms your life mm-hmm. yeah Romans 12 too do not be conformed to the patterns of this world but mm-hmm. be transformed by the mm-hmm. renewing of your mind mm-hmm. then you will be able to approve what God's will is it's good, good and perfect, perfect. Well. Yeah, perfect yeah and there's well. a lot of voices in our world that women tend to listen to it could be a friend it could be a podcaster it could be another bible teacher it could be facebook it could be facebook mm-hmm. it could be a pastor at a church that you attend mm-hmm. that really may not be telling the truth right mm-hmm. you know and it, it i my aunt just recently told me she had been going to a church of another faith in texas and she said they didn't open the bible <laughs> like and then she started going to a church that did and her her eyes were open and she, I mean, she was blown away. She was like, how did I sit there mm-hmm. for so many years blinded wow. that I was not being taught the truth? Right. And she said, now I go 
and they open the Bible every week, and that is changing my life. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that is what is that's where the change comes from, not from hearing, you know, reading this book, right. the latest, whoever. Mm-hmm. God uses those people. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt God uses speakers and, you know, well, whatever. He we, uses we do the conference. So. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. he does we all that kind of stuff. That. But, yeah, we want those people that are standing in front of those ladies saying, go to the Word. Mm-hmm. Let that be what mm-hmm. moves you, what transforms you. Go dig yourself. Biblical mm-hmm. literacy. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's a big banner right now, but I think it ought to be a banner for the rest of our lives. Right. Mm-hmm. Fly it, you know, that God yeah. is calling us to know him, and he does. He speaks through his word. And so mm-hmm. if you're going to know him and pursue him, that's where you have to go. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I tell women, if it seems scary or you don't know what to do, go to a book of yeah. the Bible, park there, read yeah. it again yeah. and again and again. <laughs> Make observations. What's this say about yeah. God? Yeah. What's this say about uh, the characters? What's this yeah. just general observations? Just very simple methods yeah. to get the word into it's, yourself. It's not, it wasn't restri- written as a mystery book. Right. It, there's a lot of mystery in there, right? Because and people we don't are know kind God. of threatened because they think I don't know how, right? Just, just read, read it. it, just read just it, read it. exactly. Yeah, good advice. <laughs> okay, so we talked about the word side, which is really integral, um, important. Then you also have the community side, which mm-hmm. you guys are creating through this conference. Why is that important for women? Mm. Christian community, uh, hearing voices. When we were doing children's ministry, um, one of the kind of models that we followed was that kids need another voice in their mm-hmm. life. They're saying the same thing their parents say. Yeah. I think it's true for any believer right. that we need to have another voice in our life. That So I just talked about those voices that are out there that we listen to. Right. And yeah, you don't park on those, but I think God uses people like that. So community is where that comes from. Somebody else that is also pursuing God, that when you start going off the path, they say, hang on, sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are going the wrong right. way. You're believing the wrong thing. You're right. believing yourself. But yet, if you're not in community with that person, that might seem like something that would break you apart. Right. Because but you, the community creates the trust. You know that it comes in love. You know exactly. that they love like, you. Had Joy said some of the things that she said to me in 2015, and we didn't have a, a foundation of community yeah. based on Christ, I, I would have been done with her. Exactly. You know. But so I, I think wasn't. women need to uh, be in community and, and build relationships yes. with women, and then they can speak into their yes. lives, not the other way around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to a woman out there who has a really big idea but doesn't really know where to begin, and they look at you and say, well, you made one a reality. What do I do? I don't know that we made one a reality. I think that's where it goes back to that part of the story where God just did that. Uh-huh. Um, you I, had the idea and right, you believed but in God. We for believed it. in God, mm-hmm. and but I think I think it's taking steps. Like we didn't just one day say we were going to do that, and then the next day it happened. We took small steps of faith along the way. I had a conversation with okay. someone that I trusted, and I said, "Hey, I have this idea. What do you think?" And he said, "I think that's a great idea. Here's some funds to go do that." Okay, you know. So I think you take steps of faith. You talk to people around you who you trust and that you don't let fear keep you back, especially if you really know that God is driving you. Fear us. is always part of the process of something oh, new. Yeah. And fear often makes us stop before we actually get to mm-hmm. the success. Oh yeah. Because it seems very scary and unknown. Yeah. But if you remember that's always part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I think God you know I don't think he necessarily would give us that fear. I think he gives us wisdom. And I think that's the thing. You have to listen to the wisdom of the people around you. We didn't try to go do this on our own. We talked to several people that we knew were smarter than us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, that we said, yeah, what do you think? And so I think, you know, 
talking to other people, getting wisdom from other people. So you have to do something. It's not like you sat back and say, okay, God, <laughs> right. do your thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There, there were, were some, yeah, like, there were phone involved. calls and okay. contracts to sign mm -hmm. and yeah, things like that. I, I, you have to be a student. You have to be a learner. You have to, you know. Of people, too. Of people, yeah. Right. And so, I mean, if you've got a big idea, you have to start learning about, well, what are my things out there that could be competition? Yeah. Or what are my, yeah. Yeah. you know, what are things that could stop me? Or you have to kind of, yeah, be a learner and a student in the process, I think, too. I think probably a big question um, that you can also just ask yourself is, is this in line with, with who God is? Mm -hmm. Is this uh, in line with... Um, the the yeah his character with um, his vision for you know us as disciples here on earth um, not that I don't think he doesn't bless things that maybe don't have a godly focus but again if you're a follower of Christ mm -hmm. really everything you sh you are doing should be tethered to Jesus mm -hmm. and and while it may not be a uh, so maybe it's a home business selling a product. Mm -hmm. um, you know, are you are you being distracted by that and maybe not taking care of your home, maybe not being hospitable to your neighbors, maybe not being a great wife or a great mom? Mm -hmm. Then it's probably not maybe what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. Or is God um, using that to give you opportunity? The opposite mm -hmm. is he using that, and you have to have you have to have wisdom. You have to talk to your husband. You have to talk yeah. to different people and say, is it? Is this what God wants to use in my life right now? Mm -hmm. But it's the wisdom to know the difference. Right, right. And to be able to know, okay, where are my priorities? And um, does this fit in our, you know, our family structure? Mm -hmm. Or does this fit in God? You know, if you're not married, maybe does that fit in God's structure? You know, I, I think those are those are big questions. And, and every year before we start, mm -hmm. I kind of go through that too. Is this, I mean, I, I had a, a life-changing um call it a crisis if you will in my family with one of my kids um the january before we started our first oh, one wow. in april uh -huh. um and that rocked our world but we were not we knew we were tethered to jesus and we knew that because um, you created the foundation already mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. right and being able to know um yes hard things are going to happen in our lives but that shouldn't Take it, take us away or distract us from what God is asking us to mm. do. And for that year, it was one for uh -huh. for me. And uh -huh. so, was it difficult? Yes. Um, easy? No. Uh -huh. But did I know that God was right there leading me? Absolutely. Uh -huh. um, so being able to ask those questions, you know, even every year before we, we yeah. even start, it, it, does this follow what God says? In and His also word? not being afraid to say. Okay, it's not the right time. Hmm. Like not, you know, not feeling so much pressure right. in yourself that I have to accomplish right. whatever this big idea is. It might not be the right time, right. and being okay to say, okay, I'm right. Gonna There's step different away. seasons in life. I found that sometimes it's just the wrong season. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, would you guys like to one or both of you like to pray for women out there who are feeling a prompting from God to do something scary or hard? Maybe not something big like this, but maybe just even attend the one conference. Mm -hmm. You know, step out of their comfort zone, step out of their normal routine and attend the one conference or um, join a connection group or call
call up a friend and ask them um, over. You know, something that seems uncomfortable, but they hmm. know God's prompting them to do it. Mm -hmm. So will you guys, um, mm -hmm. would one of you or both of you like to pray for that sure. woman? Yep. Yeah, I can start. Okay. God, thank you uh, so much for what you're doing here um, in our lives and, and for those listening. Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for... Uh, your word. Thank you that you sent Jesus to die for us. Uh, just a grace that we don't deserve, God, but you in your mercy decided to love us and decided to send your son to reconcile us back to you. And we are grateful and we are thankful um, for your love and mercy in that. Um, and Lord, for those that are listening, uh, that maybe uh, something hard is going on in their life or maybe a decision is kind of on the brink uh, for them to decide something, Lord, I just would uh, ask you, Lord, that you would just give them wisdom through your word, that they would be drawn um, to read your word, that they would be drawn to um, those that um, have a faith and have a trust in you, that they could even be encouraged by or mentored by or uh, discipled by, Lord, um, that you would provide those around those that are listening, Father God, and that they would just lay uh, whatever decision or heartache or, or crisis in their life at your feet, God, um, that they would give it to you. You um, ask us not to worry and not to be anxious. And we just ask that um, those ladies that are listening would lay that at uh, your feet and that they would hand it over to you, Father. God thinks that you choose to use us in the world that you've planted us in. You don't have to do that. You are big and mighty and powerful, and you can accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. But you allow us to partner with you and to just participate in what you're doing. Um, yeah, God, you just call us to take steps of faith and follow you, and what a blessing mm -hmm. when we do that, God. Um, I'm thankful that you have done that with us and with this conference. and. Yeah, sometimes those things that we uh, need to do can be overwhelming. They, Like Tori said, it can kind of pull us out of our comfort zone. Mm. Um, but, God, the blessing when we obey, when you mm -hmm. call us to obedience, mm -hmm. and when we do that, Lord, you just pour on us, um, I think, peace. And and it, it may not be successful in the, in the way that we see success, but in your kingdom, it's all measured so differently. And mm. so thank you, God, that you... Um, that you use us. And for people that are listening, God, that are really just feeling um, you at work, let them just take that step of faith, God, and that and to follow you. I know that's been my prayer for one the whole time, just that we would walk and pursue and follow you. Mm -hmm. So I pray that for people that are listening. Like Tori said, it could be as simple as inviting your neighbor into your home for coffee. And mm -hmm. that can sometimes be overwhelming even. Mm -hmm. um, God, whatever it is that you call people to, um, Lord, empower us to follow you. We know that you can give us a faith to obey. Mm -hmm. And so we pray for that. I do pray, God, that there are, if there are people, ladies listening that really want to come, God, that even if that is something's just stopping them, that, God, they would really step out in faith and they would come. Maybe God wants to do something magnificent mm -hmm. in their life and by not obeying, they might miss that opportunity. Mm -hmm. God, I know that you want to do something in us every day. You want to be with us. You are with us. You call us to yourself. And so, um, yeah, I know that you are bringing the people that you want to one. And we trust that. And we trust that you're going to meet us there and do the work. Mm -hmm. 
So we thank you for that. Amen. 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 Thanks so much for coming and sharing about the One Conference. And we will put a link to your site uh, at the bottom of this post so people Super. can go and then check out uh, what's what One is all about. Yeah, let's include a code that if they want to sign up, they can use the code BASIC, B-A-S-I-C. They can get $30 off their registration. Fantastic. All right. Well, thanks for making time to tell the women about your conference and about your trust in God. Okay. Thank Thanks for walking along with us today. I'd love to get to know you better, so let's walk again sometime, shall we?